Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Small Business Big Stories podcast. On this episode, I get to talk to another incredible mom who works for one of the biggest financial institutions and runs her own life coaching business. We get to talk all about her services and an amazing workshop that she runs with other fellow life coaches that helps teens build better self-confidence. We talk about the idea of value and placing value on your services. I remember when I first started, which wasn't too long ago, just the idea of placing a number or associating a number to my service brought me so much anxiety and apprehension. I thought to myself, was I worth it? Uh, Would people think that I was worth it? And really, Tanya and I talk about what makes you worth it, and that's the time that you put into your passion and the industry that you decide to pursue and the money that you decide to invest in courses, coaching, mentoring that will propel you into this industry that you're entering. So before you go ahead and question yourself and thinking, you know, am I worth it? You know, is this number too high? Watch this episode and really take a second thought and a second look at yourself and realize that you're worth it. Get into the episode, enjoy, and uh, honestly, guys, this is a great one. see you. So good to have you on today. How are you doing? Fantastic, Miss Brittany. How are you? I am good. I'm so happy to have you on to talk uh, a little bit about yourself, of course. We've known each other for a little while, but there's obviously things I don't know about you. And to talk about your amazing business ventures. So like I always say, uh, you will do a better job at introducing yourself uh, than I will. So please let everyone know who you are and uh, what your business is. Thanks, Brittany. So I'm Tanya Reynolds, and I am a woman who wears many hats. So I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I'm a caregiver, um, I'm an organizational change manager, and I'm also a certified life coach. So through my life coaching business, um, which is called Ready Now Live, um, I have a passion for helping women really re-engineer their lives by providing them with tools and strategies to empower themselves to live the life that they they want and that they deserve. Oh, I love that. Especially, you know, now where we've gone through a pandemic and we've gone through such a series of events that is really left a huge impact on a lot of people. And I think you working with women and working with moms uh, it really helps them to work through all of these things. Like they've, you know, moms have had to take on these incredible roles of, you know, being a teacher, being a lunch lady. I know we were talking about this, uh, being like a hallway monitor, uh, putting on all these different hats, just like you said. And I think to have somebody, uh, dissect all of these things and put the pieces together that make sense for them and have them live a life that is meaningful and where they can prioritize themselves is really, really important. Yeah. And you make a good point. I mean, you think about all the things that we've already been um, shouldering prior to the pandemic. And like you said, I've actually added these things to my resume, you know, lunch lady, uh, homeschooler, (laughs) 
uh, because yeah. there is a lot of added responsibilities during this time. Absolutely. And, you know, you as a mom, how do you feel as though you are currently or how you have been working towards prioritizing yourself? Um, because, again, we've had many discussions about we, yes, we are the experts in our field, like me in the fitness field, you in the life coaching field, uh, but we are too working through things ourselves and are also the students. So how have you been working through um, prioritizing yourself? So it's actually not a question, right? Ah. So, you know, I started this program because, or this, this business, because I also went through moments of not prioritizing myself, watching the women in my lives, not prioritize ourselves. I mean, how many times do we get the message in our lives that, Hey, you know, take care of you first. And then everybody else, we never get that. Right. Yeah. So for me, it's not an option. And, you know, I take the time that I need in the mornings. I do my meditation, um, you know, and if I need space, I have no problem saying to the people around me, we're done now. <laughs> we're going to take that. a break. And then I, well, I'll let you know when I'm, I can come back and have this conversation or I can come back and hang out, but yeah. it's, it's not an option for me. I absolutely love that. I was actually just having a conversation with somebody about that where I spend a lot of my day talking to people and I would consider myself to be a pretty extroverted introvert where I am. <laughs> yeah, I'm very outgoing. Uh, I love to talk, but then there's moments where I'm like, okay, I need to step back. I need to give myself a break and I need to refuel and recharge. Yep. And sometimes, sometimes that means not talking at all. Exactly. That yeah. means sitting by yourself and just reflecting on your day or your thoughts or, you know, daydreaming about winning the lottery or whatever <laughs> that looks like to you. Just yeah. get in some time to, as you say, recharge your body. Right. Exactly. Uh, so how long has it been since uh, you have started Ready Now Live? It's coming up on a year. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Um, so it's, it's something that I'm very passionate about. And it, it started because I was watching, uh, we, I became a caregiver uh, two years ago. Um, yes. And it was to a family member who basically had given her life to everybody else. I mean, she yeah. raised me when I was a baby. Um, she's there for her sister. She's there for her family. Um, and when she was sick, um, she didn't it's almost like she didn't know how to care for herself. Like she hadn't been to the doctor, you know, in, in 30 years, she was fearful of the doctor. Oh she even worked as a PSW. So she, her job was taking care of people. Yeah. And I remember being just so um, baffled because I, I was thinking, how can somebody who takes care of other people not know how to take care of themselves? Right. Yeah. And then we know that as women, that's not a message we receive very often. No. You know, now it's changed a little bit, but it wasn't a mes message we received then, right? So then I sort of had to reflect on my own life and I was going down the same path. You know, I was mm -hmm. letting fear consume me. I was letting, I was working long hours. I was not taking care of myself. I was, I had, you know, so many things on the go. And then I was also listening to the messages that, you know, you've got to grind 24 seven, you know, you've yeah. got to be all that you can be without actually joining the army. You've got to, you know, and I was listening to all of that information. Yeah. So I sort of had to take a step back and, and incorporate what I call self. Mm -hmm. So the S is for self-love. So 
prioritizing myself before anything, before anyone. And I'm a mom and I'm saying that it's okay, <laughs> you Good. know, because if my tank is empty, I can't give to somebody else. Absolutely. The, the E is for ego. So really stop listening to all the noise about, you know, having to wake up at three because, you know, it's, it's, it's morning in, in Europe or whatever the case may be. Everyone's already going. You've got to keep up, Yeah. Um, you know, and really started running my own race, you know, stop comparing myself to other people and what they're doing. Um, uh, the L was for, you know, operating from a place of love, because I hmm. realized that if I'm actually thinking that I'm not good enough, and I'm fearful, when I'm talking to other people, they're feeling the same thing. So regardless of who I deal with, no matter how, you know, unkind they are, it's just always from a place of love. Yeah, that is, and that's I, a tricky one. It is a tricky one. Yeah. Let me tell you, sometimes people don't really test your patience, <laughs> but <laughs> you know, um, and then the, the F was fear. I sort of had to stop being fearful of everything, fearful of losing my job or not being a good mom or not being a good wife or just constant, you know, so I had to break through that. And then once I did, I kind of thought I can just imagine how many other women are going through this exact same thing. Hmm. The other women are feeling that they're just burning the candles at both ends, not prioritizing themselves. And I'm, I have goals too. You know what I mean? So we think of all the things that I'm trying to do, plus achieve my goals, listening to the mask. I'm like, there's so many women that are out there like me. We got to get this thing together. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we, I definitely want to work with them and rec and help them to realize that, Hey, you don't have to do, you don't have to run yourself in the ground to make to prioritize your goals or to to achieve your goals um you, there's other ways of doing it right what an, uh, yeah like what yeah, an awesome so aha moment oh yeah you know so it's like how can i how can i do this how can i reach women and help them and you know help them prioritize themselves and 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 and, and achieve their goals um yeah. in a very healthy way oh i i love it and I think a big part of this, I mean, you've been, you've been married for many years. You've been married for like 10 years. Mm -hmm. Um, and you also have a full-time job. So <laughs> yeah. and you also have a little one. So how was it for your partner to hear that you wanted to start this new, this new adventure? So first and foremost, he's always supportive of everything that I do. You know, yes, that's I, what I want to hear. You know what? We're going to climb a mountain um, in such and such. He's like, yeah, let's do it. Like, you know, so that really helps a lot. Um, yeah. You know, having him sort of take care of things when I have to be focused on on my business. Um, so that's been good. Um, so I know it's hard if you don't have a partner. Um, you know, my sister who's also on your podcast, you know, is on her own and, yeah. and it can be tough, but, but I think having Abby there to really support me has yeah. made a, a huge difference because I'm always, I have great ideas. Yes, <laughs> I want to do. do so much with my life. You know what I mean? <laughs> so sometimes he's like, okay, let's come back a little bit, <laughs> you know, but, yeah. but it's really been great. And, and it's such a great thing to hear. And it just makes me hopeful. Um, just like, you know, knowing that you have that awesome dynamic and knowing that, you know, you have your partner rooting for you, no matter what, you have this awesome teammate 
who is just like, yeah, I'm on your side, whatever you choose. Yeah. Let's like dissect your ideas a little bit more. Let's like break them down. Um, but I think that that's a part of them just like caring so much about you and your dreams. And when you're in, because like I was telling you before, like, I know, I know of a couple where their partner wasn't so supportive of their business venture. Mm -hmm. And that really, you know, took a toll on their relationship and took a toll on this person's confidence in entering this business venture. So yeah, you, I mean, you're very lucky. I'm not surprised because I've met your, your lovely husband and he (laughs) is just you, the two of you guys are like, it's just, it's wonderful. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I think having a great partner, having, you know, a great fit, uh, support system, like I was talking to Laura about is, is the, end all be all it's it's you know without it 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 can make things hard there are people out there like you said who don't really have the support system um but i think a support system can look the way you want it to look it doesn't mean that it has to be family or it has to be your partner i think you can find support in any in any way in your life whether it be like somebody that you met randomly, you know, on your go train ride to work and you've developed this friendship and that's your support system. Uh, That's a good point. That's a really good point. So, you know, I don't want women to think that, well, because I don't have a partner, I can't achieve my goals. I can't do the things I want to, you know, part of my job is to show you the gaps and the uh, opportunities in your schedule and your time in your life. Right. So it is possible. Uh, Yes, it definitely is. Uh, it's not easy work, uh, and it's and it's a lot of inner work for sure. It's something that I'm personally working on because, I mean, I'm the same way. I want to accomplish so many different things, but I also don't want to burn out. Exactly. And uh, and I want to make sure. For me, there are certain where I've developed sort of these non-negotiables, where it's something that I have to do every day. Like I read a couple of pages from a book. Uh, a book that I'm reading, or I take some time to put some music on and just sing and dance. (laughs) Yeah. You know, even those little things and you're right, it should be non-negotiable, right? You should, you, you own this time. If you, I always say, if you, if your tank is empty and you're not given to yourself, even whatever you're given to other people, it's not good enough. It's not serving them and it's not serving you. So you know, I'm a big advocate for that. <laughs> Absolutely. And throughout your, your new venture, you've been working with some amazing people. Tell us about that. Oh, I've had the opportunity to partner with uh, two women, Jen Slay and uh, Shirley Brooks. Yes. These are phenomenal women. Um, so we're, we have a, a few programs that we offer, uh, one to adults called Slay Your Inner Critic. And it really is uh, a powerful program. Um, I was just about to say, like, that is, even the name. It is is powerful. Um, You know, it really um, allows you to reflect on your life. Um, Not very, um, it's not in your face, but it's very subtle. And a lot of times when we have an inner critic, we don't really know where it comes from. Right. So this sort of helps to pinpoint the different places, types of questions that we ask. It's very interactive. You know, you really come out of it with um, aha moments, <laughs> you know, yeah. as you like to say. Um, so we run that program. We also run programs for youth. So we run a program called Slay Girl 
and, and for girls and youth slave for boys. Yeah. Um, and it's a 10 week program and we really focus on, you know, self-confidence, self-awareness, um, you know, imposter syndrome, what it's, what your superpowers are, very interactive program that really allows youth in a safe space to have dialogue about their fears and, you know, their concerns and, and really at the end of it, we leave them feeling empowered, right? For for all, yeah, right. So for all three programs, that's really the foundation. Once you leave, it's like, if you're coming in like this, once you leave, you're like this, you're like ready to take on the world. So and that right there is, is like, you could, I, you just sold me. Like I, <laughs> I'm Sign in. You up. <laughs> yeah, I'm in. And yeah. you know, I think that it's so important to start kids off young with these kinds of discussions. Yeah. Uh, I'll let you, sorry, I'll let you finish off, but I wanted oh, to I'm just gonna- say, that's, you're right, right? Yeah. Because a lot of times when we're in the adult versions, the, con, the, the comments we constantly heard was, I wish I had this when I was younger. Mm. You know what I mean? And so starting them at a young age to start thinking about, you know, these types of dialogues and, you know, confidence. What is it that you're good at? What do you like? You know, understanding imposter syndrome. Like, can you imagine Brett being 16 and understanding what imposter syndrome is? Like, I, how- I probably would feel a little bit better now. Right, <laughs> exactly. It would really shape your, your, your thoughts and your view and the dialogues that you have with yourself as you, as you got older, right? Yeah. I, and it's trickier when you start to run your own business, that imposter syndrome piece really comes into play. Yeah. I have found myself on occasions being like, who the hell am I <laughs> to be telling people about their fitness goals or have anything to do with their fitness journey? And then I sort of take a step back and I'm like, you know, I, I've put in the time, I've put in the work, I have the passion, uh, I have the certifications most importantly. So, but having that conversation from a young age and yeah. just conversations about self-confidence, I mean, I came from a household or I grew up in a household where those conversations did happen for sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I think outside of the household, it should also, it should continue. You should continue to have those conversations. Yeah. But sometimes there are people where those conversations don't happen in the household. Oh yeah. 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 I I can tell you in my, um, my home, it didn't happen. Right. I knew nothing about imposter syndrome um, you know, confidence, really thinking about, well, what am I good at? Right. Mm-hmm. Or even thinking about dreaming about what do you want to do? Like, you know what I mean? So there's so much of what we teach that I, I always, we always laugh, um, you know, amongst the three of us. Um, and, and it's that we wish that we had this when we were younger. It w- I think we would, it would just been easier for us. Yeah. Um, and, and working with these two women, um, Jen and Shirley, phenomenal woman. I love the fact that we're all, all three of us are black women <laughs> working yes. together, um, yes. you know, um, to, to really um, promote this program and, and facilitate it and just, you know, just, just serve, serve the people who need it. Absolutely. And it's, and it's great because, you know, you say that you wish you had this and now you're the ones that are facilitating <laughs> this. Yeah. And like you said, serving the youth, serving adults, and really giving in a way that matters, of course, 
but giving it away where people, and just by you speaking about this program, I honestly already feel like I'm going to walk away from our conversation being like, I feel lighter. (laughs) I feel, yeah, I feel better. And I can only imagine how it would be to actually go through your program. And you said the program is 10 weeks long. So the, for the kids, for the, the youths, it's 10 weeks. For the adults, okay. it's eight weeks. Okay. And have you received feedback from the parents of these youth? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we've definitely, yeah. sorry. I don't mean to laugh, but no! the feedback yeah. that we've gotten from the parents are just, is just phenomenal. Like you just, you know, we're professionals and, you know, we try not to show emotion, but it's yeah. just it really made us tear up because we just realized, you know what, we've, we've just made a difference in somebody's life. Yeah. You know? So, so yeah, the, the feedback has been positive from the parents. And kids nowadays, this generation is going through a lot. They have, so they have altogether gone through a pandemic, uh, school online, also an abundance of access to technology. And that can be overwhelming in itself. Like, I so think you're in isolation and your yes. only source of, you know, um, contact or, you know, to, to or connection to the external is social media. Yeah. Right? And it's telling you that you're not good enough and you should mm. be this, and you should be that as a teenager. Oh, you know, it's just being a teenager is hard enough. Then you add social media to it. Right. It's like, it's I don't isolation. know. Yeah. Yeah. Growing up, I was within the generation of you go play outside. Like that's how you interact. That's how you (laughs) connect. You play outside. And my mom literally had to drag me in the house because I just loved the interaction. I loved being around friends uh, and I loved being active. So it's interesting. I saw somebody post about this the other day where if you were born, they gave like a, they gave a, a, like an age range or a year range. Mm-hmm. And they were like, if you were born between this and this, you were on the cusp, like you were where you experienced, uh, you know, still playing outside, but then the introduction of the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, you experienced both uh, worlds, you know, with and without technology. And I'm so grateful for that. Yeah. For sure. And we was like that when we were younger too, outside yeah. playing, riding our bikes all over. We didn't sit inside and watch TV or look at posts about, you know, who's done what to what part of their body. Like it's just yeah. a thing for us, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, and I love what you do with your little one where you, you know, section off time where she spends, you know, some time on, you know, using the internet or watching some TV. And then there's time where nope you are heading outside you're gonna go you're gonna go to the park and you're gonna be active and you're gonna socialize outside of get fresh air yes (laughs) most importantly get fresh air uh I love that you prioritize that because yeah she she's growing up in a generation where that is not really valued anymore yeah and you know even as young as she is I do see the the trend of her I would rather sit here and play this game. So we, you know, we give her a limit of two hours, you know, on the weekends on Saturday and on Sunday. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's almost like you see at such a young age, like just this obsession, you know, with the technology. So it's very important for us to, 
literally kick her out of the house <laughs> and say, go play in the backyard or go get some fresh air. <laughs> um, I want to bring it back in to uh, Ready Now Live and just the importance of you establishing your business. And one thing that I've had trouble with is pricing yourself. Mm -hmm. And just understanding your value and tying into that imposter syndrome, like what the hell, like who the hell am I to be doing this and charging somebody this? How have you sort of gone through that process or how are you going through that process? Because we're both new business owners. Uh, So I'd love to hear your take on that. Um, So definitely had those dialogues. And I think we've candidly spoken, had those dialogues about, um, you know, how much to charge and, you know, but I think it really came down to the value, what you have to offer. How much value is it? Can you change lives, right? Mm-hmm. Um, can you impact lives? Can somebody walk away and say, hey, wow, never thought about it like that, right? So uh, for myself, I came to that realization that what I do holds value. Um, I see it. Um, and so I'm okay charging what I charge. And, um, you know, you know, like you and I talk about being helping people and, you know, being flexible and and that sort of thing. But, you know, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm okay with the the rates that I charge and giving it some thoughts and we're certified, we're professionals, we're experts in our field. So that's how you have to look at it. Yeah. I remember we struggled with it because you and I obviously did our workshop together, wellness defined by you which was absolutely incredible. And that is where I really started to realize like, wow, people, I, I am making a difference here. People are walking away saying, huh, I never knew that. Or, huh, I feel so much better. Yep. Uh, I felt like I was very well-informed about this field. And I'm walking away knowing that I have a set of tools that can carry me on in uh, developing my fitness and wellness goals and making those things attainable. And that's where I really was like, okay. uh, Sorry, go ahead. I was going to, I was just going to say, even when you think about the, you know, it's, it's one, like, it's okay to get certificates. It's, it's, you know, people want to see that. They think about the experiences as well. Mm -hmm. You know, the life experience that we brought to that, those, those workshops, right? Yes. Um, That's, it's invaluable. Yeah. Right? So, and, uh, and sometimes I think I'm, you know, I'm going to continue or we're going to continue. I think everyone does as new business owners to go through the roller coaster ride of, mm-hmm. ah, do I do this? Am I really like, you know, qualified to do this? And then like, oh, this is great. I'm feeling super confident and this is my value. I think, you know, we're going to ride this wave for a little while. Uh, and, and I think that's also what kind of makes it exciting to be a new business owner is it's, figuring out all these things. Exactly. And, and I think that the fact that we will go up and down is a positive thing because we are also reevaluating ourselves to say, yes, okay, if I'm going to charge this price. What am I really giving my client? What are they walking away with? Right. Yeah. Which is good because that keeps us in check that we're not just kind of saying, all right, we've got this. And then you just offer whatever, you know what I mean? We, we're, yeah. It means that we're very focused on the content that we're putting out um, and the information and the support we're providing our clients. I have seen, and just as you've mentioned, I have seen programs uh, and been involved in programs where 
you know, you pay this price and the service doesn't really reflect the price. Yes. And I think, but having those experiences have been great lessons because then it's like, that's not what I want to do. Yeah. I want to provide something of value. I want to provide a reasonable uh, fee yeah. for, for my service. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want it to be where people are like, oh my gosh, I can't ever afford that. But I also don't want it to be that it's too cheap. And then people think, well, is this even a good service? Because does she even right. value her service that much to, you know, put up a, a, a price that reflects her service? Yes. She's putting such a low price on things. So it's <laughs> definitely a fine line to balance. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it definitely is. And, and you're right about that. You know, I think for us, we're like, we just want to help people. Yes. You know? But you really need to, you need to value yourself as well. Mm-hmm. And your time. And, and your time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I often have these conversations uh, within inner talk and with other people about, because I don't just like, like yourself, you provide your life coaching service, you provide your one-on-one, but you also do workshops with others and collaborations with others. And that's sort of a different price point. So it's like, you're always having this conversation about like, how much is this worth? What is this value? What am I putting in? So it's good practice. Um, and it's great too, because it's, uh, it's cool to see how you can diversify your business. So yeah, you can provide your one-on-one, but you can also do group sessions like your slay yep. sessions. Yeah. So it's so cool that we can kind of take this one business idea. I was having this conversation in a previous episode where you can take this one idea and you can build different like offset branches to it. Yeah. 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 100%. And just I get think, really creative. Yeah. Yeah. And they're really <laughs> excited too, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For I sure. totally, I, uh, I totally agree with you. And I love, I love what you're doing. Every time I speak to you, it's, I always feel better walking away from our conversation. I think you're just, you're just naturally a really reassuring, comforting person. And I have always sort of like, since I've known you, um, which we should probably like say how we met. <laughs> we should probably say because I think yeah, I think it's important to our dynamic. But I always got that uh, coaching vibe from you that wanting to help others mm. was one of your number one priorities. But also self improvement mm-hmm. was was clumped into that as well. So we met yeah. at a CanFit Pro conference. So for those of you who don't know what CanFit is, it is a governing body in Canada where uh, you can go through a series of courses to become certified, a certified fitness professional. So they offer a plethora of courses uh, and you can always check them out online if that's something that you're interested in. But there is a CanFit Pro conference every year. And that's where Tanya and I met. We were in a session together and we, we just connected, like we were sitting by each other. And I think we had some activities. We had some like uh, group activities that were happening throughout the session. And we just got, to, we just got to talking and connected right away. And there were some other ladies too, that we keep in contact with yeah. that, that was a few years ago. Yeah. That Three was years ago. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the way time flies. We have this really cute picture all together in like the big auditorium where they were doing award cer- the award ceremony and whatnot. 
But to be honest with you, from that point, like, yes, we connected and it was great. And I thought to myself, like, these were amazing ladies. And I wasn't sure if we were going to stay connected. And just the way that you and I and our relationship has developed over time, I was like, Tanya and I were meant to (laughs) kick some ass and do it together and collaborate and become great friends. So I'm so thankful to that. Yeah, so am I. I I feel very blessed. Um, I'm not sure if it's the way where I am in my life, but you know, being with Jen and Shirley and and yourself, and you know, just I'm just surrounded with by uh, surrounded by strong, beautiful women. Yeah, you know, supportive women, and 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 that's what we need in the business world, right? We need individuals around us who understand, who can support you, who can kick your butt if you're not you know, living up to your potential or going after your goals. Yes. Uh, so it's, it's not prioritizing themselves, not prioritizing themselves. Mm-hmm. It's so important. So and I'm, I love so that to have you in my life. Oh, thank you. And I love that acronym. You are so good with the acronyms. First of all, <laughs> so um, love that self, yeah, that self acronym. And that is something I mentioned to you before where I, I need to like write that down and I need to live by that every day. And just working through that, you know, that just the self yeah, and making sure that I am prioritizing myself and it makes sense for me and it makes sense to, you know, how I give to other people. And if I'm not giving to myself, how am I going to give to other people when I am, I'm coming from like an empty cup, how am I going to give? Yep, exactly. And then, and quieting the noise, like putting your ego aside, forget about what's going on, what this person's doing in the same field. Just, you know, do your own thing. Do you? Absolutely. Do you boo. Thank you. <laughs> do you boo. I like that. All right. Lightning round. All righty. Here we go. Lightning round of questions. So we're going to keep it, you know, sort of short and sweet with the answers. First question from most important to least important, put this in order. So from most important to least important. A good quality website, social media posts, or one-on-one reach outs uh, to people either through social media or through text or over the phone. So two things that I think are missing from that list, and I'll put them at the front. So the okay. first thing is your why. Yes. To understand why you want to do this, um, you know, why you want to achieve this goal is paramount. So that should be first. And then also understanding um, who you want to serve, right? So what what type of clientele are you looking for? What are your demographics? Because the other stuff, the posting, the social media, the, the, you know, trying to go up to somebody and give them your card or whatever the case may be, Mm -hmm. it it won't flow until you have those two um, down pack. Yeah. The demographic part can be hard because when you really niche, you're just yep. like, oh, but then I'm like missing all these people. Yes. <laughs> but, yes. but I mean, that's the point. Like when you, yes. you need to know who you're catering to so you can specifically speak to them. So yeah. I love that. Yeah. I need to Especially add that to we want to help. Like we want to help. So we're like, you know, our demographic could be huge, but you're right. You really do need to, to bring it down a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thank you. Awesome. Um, second and last question, three words. Uh, you can expand on the words if you can't think of just three to describe the relationship you strive to build with your clients. 
Okay, so the first word would be gentle. So again, having watched the whole, you've got to grind, you've got to do this. I, I'm not about that. So mm-hmm. if, if that's what they need. I'm not the coach for them. Um, so I, I've, I've got a very gentle approach. Honesty. Um, so, you know, one of the things we talked about in the, the, the wellness defined was, you know, we fall off sometimes. You know what I mean? So I need to know that the person who's working with me um, feels comfortable enough to tell me, you know what, we set these goals for ourselves, for myself, and I'm not, I'm not meeting it. And then it's good because then we can say, okay, where can we tweak it? What happened? Like have that honest dialogue because if it's not there, we can't move forward. Right. Um, And then the last word is empower. So I like, I want when my clients leave me, they feel empowered. So if we've looked at one goal and we've sort of walked through a strategy on how to achieve them, I want you to take that and you apply it to very different areas of your life. So I'm not looking to be your coach for 10 years. (laughs) You know what I mean? I want to give you the skill so that you can take it. And when you go, something happens and I'm not there. You're like, I've got this. Grow your wings and fly. (laughs) I love those. Those are great. Okay, Tanya, well, thank you so much for your time. Uh, before we head off, where can people find you? Um, so I've got my website, um, www.readynowlive.com. Um, on Instagram, you can find me at coach.tanyar. Um, I've got a Facebook group if you like walking. <laughs> we yes. Where we, we, we walk, we, it was intended to be in person, but it's virtual. So we take pictures of stuff. So that's on Facebook. It's women walking it off. I love it. And I'm a part of the group and it's great. It's great to see people's different experiences, how they're coping with the pandemic, how they're getting outside, but a great way to connect too. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. It's amazing. Well, again, thank you so much. I'm so excited to see where your business goes. And again, you know, to see our, the phases of our relationship and how it continues to develop. So uh, thank you again. I can't wait to have you back on another episode telling me all the other exciting things that are happening for your business. Uh, And uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm thrilled. And thank you, Brittany. You're complete. You're so awesome. Very blessed to have you in my life. Thank you so much. All right. Well, thank you so much. And uh, I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bye.